It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. C'est Simon Marcel, your humble servant and host, and welcome to the rendezvous. Um, you may not know this about me, but besides being the host of this show, I volunteered. It's already three years ago to be a, a coach, a ping pong coach in a juvenile detention facility in Ohio. And also I introduced a program called Sing Don't Fight where I got them a karaoke machine so we, we sing and don't fight. Uh, it's working well. And then, you know, I missed that because I haven't seen them in a while. And what I did is that I sent some cupcakes for the birthday of some boys there and I know they were happy. So um, I'm just reminiscing because I can't wait to go back and, and, and see the, the youth that is there. And right now they can't see family. So it's, it's also hard for them. Anyway, back to relationships and back to you. If you have a question about you love life, just call me. 855-905-8255. You know, I'm, I'm really grateful for you and, and for sharing your romantic stories. Because it's, when it's late at night like it is now and I do the show with you, and I hear a positive story. It's like a little light in this universe. And we need a lot of light uh, in this difficult time. So if you want to share a romantic story that happened to you, something personal, call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jenna. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, good. Welcome to the show. So I understand, I should say congratulations. You just got engaged a couple months ago? Yes, I did. I did. Um... It was probably one of the most um, romantic engagements I've ever seen or I could have imagined. Um, it was at my my mom and my dad's 30th anniversary. And um, our whole family flew out uh, from different parts of the world to be there. And, you know, as my father was toasting to my mom, once they were finished, my fiancé now got up and he asked, my father and my mother together for my hand. And I still get goosebumps wow. when I tell you the story because, as you can imagine, I had no idea. And um, yeah. I get emotional just saying it now. And, of course, I said yes, but it was the most beautiful celebration with all of us together as a family. And, um, you know, the best way to start this new life, um, you know, and continue you know, both my parents' celebrations. So it was just the most romantic thing that I could have um, imagined. I, I'm sure. i got to ask you this question. How did that make you feel? Take me to the slow motions of your emotions when he <laughs> did that. Just what went through you? I just, of course, melted, and everyone melted. And it was just, I mean, you can't. In some ways, you would look at that and be like, okay, don't rob the shine of someone else's. But it was just the most perfect, beautiful way of, um, you know, celebrating, yeah. but also continuing the celebration of life and marriage and, and love. Totally. Totally. I love it. Listen, thank you so much. It's very inspiring. And I can hear in the smile of your voice and the sound, the music of your voice, how happy and emotional <laughs> that was. So congratulations to both of you and good luck for the years to come. Thank you, Simon. I love your show, and I love you. Thank you very much, and have a good night. Ooh, I just got an interesting Facebook message from somebody who has a question about her ex and what to do with him. So her Facebook message is coming up next on The Rendezvous. So I just got this interesting Facebook message from Lena about her ex. She says, Simon, 
I've been talking to my ex because he's by himself and he's having a hard time, but I feel like he thinks we are getting back together and that I do not want. I was just trying to be nice, so Simon, should I keep talking to him or cut him off? Now that's a good question. If you've been talking to your ex out of good heart and he thinks actually you want to go back with him, but you don't, what do you do when there is confusion? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. So I received this interesting Facebook message with a question from Lena who says, you know, in this very difficult time, I've been talking to my ex because he's by himself, he's lonely, tough time. But now her ex thinks that she wants to get back with him. And she doesn't want that. She was just trying to be nice. She goes, what should I do? Keep talking to him or cut him off? So Lena, thanks for the Facebook message. When you have kind of created maybe confusion, out of kindness, I understand, but it can be confusing with an ex, what do you do to solve confusion? You bring clarity, and clarity equals honesty. So I think all you need to do is say, listen, I just feel so there's no confusion between us. Um, you know, I'm happy to talk to you as a friend, but I'm not talking to you in order to get back together. I just wanted to be clear. So if you're cool with this, I'm cool. If not, you know, it's better we don't talk anymore. And you offer clarity. It's the key thing to do. Every time you feel there's confusion or unspoken between the two of you, just tell the truth how you feel. Why are you doing this? And let your partner digest the truth and go from there. Good luck to you. Thanks for the Facebook message. You call the next. You have a question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Mandy. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, I understand you're in a long-distance relationship with the man you're seeing, and there is some communication issues. How can I help you? Yeah, so we sort of started talking to each other and, and seeing each other, if you will, from across the country a couple of weeks before everything shut down. And at the start of things, we were really great about texting. We were texting a lot. There wasn't always a ton of phone calls, but it was still early on. But now it's been a couple of months, and he says he hates phone calls. And we've actually gotten in arguments over it. He says, like, he just hates doing it. It's not his thing. It's not how he communicates. And I'm wondering, is it worth it for me to stay in this relationship because I know it's something that I need? Or is it that I'm being inflexible? That's an interesting question. So before we answer, um, how much do you like him on a scale of 10? Like an 8. I really, I really like him. I think we have a, we're really compatible. I think it could be a great thing. I just don't feel really connected to him because we don't talk that much. Okay. Uh, but how much communication per day? In what way? Well, very specifically, we, don't, we never talk on the phone more than once a week, which I, I definitely don't like. But even the texting, it's like every other day. And it's usually I am the one to initiate more than he is. But as soon as I initiate, he's really receptive. He just isn't usually initiating. I, I understand. Um, communication is part of like the two or three most important things in a relationship. So um, I'm going to propose you a solution. How about... You don't start any texting whatsoever. I would okay. like you to give him the opportunity to miss you. So no more initiating any text. You answer, you don't initiate anything for the next three days. Okay. He's going to realize soon enough that something is off. He's going to say, okay. what's going on? And you're in a better position to say, listen, I really like you, but maybe it's not your thing. And maybe we're not meant to be together because of that. But I need and I love communicating with my partner, talking on the phone, and also, you know, not being the only one initiating. 
Then you have a discussion once you know if he wants to invest in the relationship and make an effort that means he's really into you. If it's not his thing and he says, I really can't do more, then I guess you know what to do, that this guy is not what you're looking for. But mm -hmm. let's give him a chance to maybe miss you and understand that he also has to you know, compromise and reach out and communicate with the girl he's seeing. Okay, scary, but I understand. It's scary, but it's liberating. You got to know the truth and you're going to either invest more in him or there's no compromise. And then why would you spend all that time with somebody who is not fulfilling your inner needs? Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Okay. Thank you for calling and have a good night. You too. Good night, Simon. You know, that leads me to a question for you. How important in your relationship, in your marriage, in your partnership is communication? Let's talk about that next. How important for you is communication with your partner? And I mean communication is how much time you spend talking on the phone, how, how often you text each other, uh, what do you talk about, what is your timing, um, do you feel that this part of the relationship is, is important, very important or not? Because I really believe that if we disregard our needs in our relationship uh, because we don't want to be alone, or because other things or other needs are met. Well, I think when it comes to communication, it should be, in my book, actually the number one factor to decide if we stay with somebody or not. Because if we can't communicate with somebody, how can we evolve in our relationship? How can we solve an issue, a fight, a trauma? We need to be able to communicate and to trust each other. So let me tell you a personal story of what happened when I disregard communication with a woman I dated years ago, but the story is still good, so that's coming up next. So little personal story. As you can tell, I'm a talker, I'm a talk show host, and I love communication. I love talking on the phone, I love talking to you at night, I love texting, I love DM, words. They are important for me. But a few years ago, I dated a wonderful, charming woman, very charming, who was not so much into that. We had great things together. We, we even played ping pong together. We, we liked the same things. We had good romantic moment. But for some reason, it's rare, she did not engage in my conversation. She didn't really like to text back and talk. But when we were together, it was great. And I liked her a lot. We had great chemistry. So I disregarded the fact that my communication needs were not met. And then I got frustrated and more frustrated, and she got more frustrated. And then she broke up with me. She said, Simon, you want too much out of me. You want too much blah, blah, she said. And for me, it was not blah, blah. It was just talking about how I feel and how she feels and everything else. So don't do like me. Do better than me. Don't disregard your needs. And if you need to communicate, can't date somebody who doesn't like that. It won't work out. New calls and new questions are next. If you have a question about your love life, just call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Anita. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So I understand you are dating an essential worker, a police officer, and it's difficult with the distance and all that to stay connected. Tell me what's going on. Yes, Simon, that is correct. I've been dating uh, my boyfriend for a little over a year now, and... You know, he's out there on the front line every day. And so just being safe, you know, it's best that we don't see each other. 
So it's really hard. And, you know, I miss him a, a lot. I want to see him. And I was like, man, should I just spray him down and let him come over? But I don't want to take the risk. So any suggestions on how to keep our, our flame going? Sure. Uh, and first of all, um, please pass my uh, gratitude to uh, your boyfriend because you know, I dedicate every show to all the essential workers. It's because of them that uh, we can be safe and functioning. And uh, I have the highest respect for all the essential workers and all the police officers, first of all. The second thing is, okay, um, Anita, to keep the connection, the ooh-la-la, the romance alive, you have to engage in a communication that is more romantically based, if you get my drift. You can be creative when you date somebody, that's the point. You can send a little picture, you can send a little invitation. You want to make it exciting, if you see, because... Mm -hmm. You know, when you are in the romantic mood, it helps you, it helps him. And I can tell you as a man, when a man feels wanted and desired, uh, it's a very important part of our energy and our joie de vivre. So I think that right now, to be safe, um, you have to, for instance, you can organize a little dinner date. And after the dinner date, you can, you know, be a little bit more romantic and get towards more ooh-la-la kind of why I said that, because we are adults and we should do this with our partner. So right. bring him in the mood of erotism and ooh la, la. Okay. Bring him in back into what it was. But you do it through texting, you know, pictures and, 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 and Zoom or whatever you feel safe to do. Uh, usually, you know, we're romantic, but we can't in, in person. So let's be romantic through co ways of communication that are meant for that right now. I love it. I'm going to give it a try and I'll uh, keep you posted. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a man. He's going to be surprised. He's going to love it. And you're going to love it too. And that's going to make you feel much closer. So uh, good luck with that. Thank you for your call. And thanks your uh, police officer boyfriend on my behalf and my team for what they're doing out there. I will. I will definitely pass on the sentiment. Thank you so much for your help. You're most welcome and have a good night, Anita. Coming up, I got this very interesting Facebook message from Tammy, who's really mad at her boyfriend, and she doesn't know what to do. So her Facebook message question is coming up next. So let's see, what would you do if, like Tammy, you ask, kind of like a joke to your partner, if they thought your best friend was attractive, and your partner said, yeah, very much so. Problem is, you just can't stop thinking about it, and you don't know what to do, and that's what Tammy says, she's, you know, I just, um, I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was going to answer. She's attractive, and now I don't know what to do, and I feel weird. And she goes, how do I move past this? So here's the thing. If you want to know how to pass this kind of situation, stay with me, please. I'll tell you exactly how next. So what would you do if, as a joke, you said right now, tonight, uh, to your partner, do you think my uh, best friend is attractive? And imagine that. Your partner says, yeah, very much so. That's exactly why Tammy sent me a Facebook message. She goes, I don't know what to do with this anymore. It pisses me off. She didn't expect her boyfriend to say, yeah, my, her best friend was attractive. So what do you do to get over that? You use your sense of humor. It doesn't mean because he told that your best friend is attractive that he wants to ooh-la-la with your best friend. It doesn't mean because your partner says an actor is attractive or an actress. It just means, listen, he's been honest. And he's comfortable enough to tell you the truth. Move on, please. Honesty cannot be sanctioned at all. We're honest. We should be respected. Now, it's best maybe not to say that. But I think to say to somebody's best friend they're attractive, 
It's okay. We're adults. So, Tammy, if you love your boyfriend and he makes your life happy, don't worry about it. Just enjoy. And listen, it is what it is. Many people are attractive around us. We don't have to worry about it. Uh, thanks for the Facebook message. Your calls are next. Any questions about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Faith. Uh, bonjour, Samuel. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand you have a huge crush for somebody you work with and, and you don't know what to do. Tell me what's going on. How can I help you? I, I don't because I have a huge crush on my boss, basically. And I sent something from him for sure, but I don't know if I should make a move or not. Okay. I see the dilemma. Let me ask you those couple of questions before we answer. First, in your company you work with, because some companies, you know, it's like almost illegal to date somebody you work with. You can both yeah. get fired. So what's the policy in, in the, at the company you work with? Can you guys date? Or what's, what's the actual? No, no. It's a, like no dating policy because I think something happened a couple of years ago. And so they've um, implemented just these strict measures for um, uh, any of the employees to date. But, you know, like during this um, time where we've been having meetings and conferences remotely, I, yep. I, you know, we've, uh, the guard has come down a little bit. I see. But here's the thing. I don't see anywhere, I'll be honest, for you guys to date if it's like against the company policy. You're going to lose your job, guys. And in this crazy economy, right. I really don't recommend right. it. So really, I mean, it's going to be hard to find another job and we should all be grateful to still have a job when we have it. So... God knows I'm a romantic, but I just I just don't want you guys to risk your job right now. I mean, mm -hmm. if you find another job, go for it. But I can't advise in this crazy economy anyone to take the risk to lose an income. I just you I know, know. I know, but then it, but in this crazy time right now, you know, seize the day, right? And well, I, could <laughs> yes. I should I say something to him at least like, "Hey, I want you to know that you mean a little bit more to me than and then we don't do anything but just communicate it with them? If you scratch a match, it's going to start a fire, right? Oh, okay. So you, you can't scratch a match and it's not going to start a fire. So if you scratch it, which is if you do what you said, okay. go cap a DM on him, it's going to okay. open the fire. And I'm a guy and I know exactly what he's going to think about. He's going to think, ooh, la, la. Oh, okay. Oh, la la. Okay, okay, okay. I'm well, just, I'm also can... thinking a little la la. <laughs> oh, you you're also thinking about ooh la la. Oh yeah. Of course. So well, listen. I, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just because okay. we're adults. But you know, if you break your company policy rules, you will lose your job. Okay. If you think it's worth it and he's the man of your life, then it's up to you. All right, all right. You've given me a lot to think about. Thank Just, you so much. All right, Faith. Thank you so much for calling, and good luck. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Good night, Faith. Let's change gears for the last segment of the show. Question for you. Do you overthink your responses when you're texting someone you really like? Yes? No? We're going to talk about that next. Question for you. Do you overthink your responses when you're texting someone you really like? You know, like, you just want to make a good impression every time. And you just, like, you know, you get almost anxious because you want to make sure you text the right thing. You overthink. So I had a poll on my social media. I hope you follow me. It's at Rendezvous Radio. Uh, and I s wanted to know what you thought. So here are the results of your poll. Thank you for voting massively to my question. 
So 65% of you voted, yes, I get nervous and overthink my responses when I'm texting someone I really like. But 35% of you said, nope, I'm chill, even when I really like somebody. And I'll be honest, I think I overthink my response at the beginning of the relationship because I want to make a good impression. Uh, and then after that, I'm cool. That's the way it goes. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for voting. And this show is also dedicated to all the uh, essential workers out there. Thank you for what you do very, very much. Have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.